Um, I was just telling Tiffany that's my favorite part of the show now is when she says hello in a sensual way. But we have a really good guest for you guys today. Um, if you're friends with me on Instagram, you might have seen her or seen me go live with her. Um, her name is Erin Hill. She is like reality show queen over here, but specifically Bachelor. We I met her because we interviewed she interviewed me for her podcast in like March or April or I don't know, beginning of quarantine. Who knows what days are anymore? And then basically we just talked every week pretty much since. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. And Tiffany is just inter- introducing herself to her today. So we got some new friends in here as well, but I'm excited for you guys to listen. And she's also a dating coach and a sleep coach. So she's very smart and knows a lot of things about stuff I'm bad at. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, Aaron, you now have permission to enter. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. So happy to be here. So excited. Yes. Um, yeah, we keep forgetting to people give people like permission to enter, like to say that at the beginning. I don't know why we just stopped <laughs> doing that the last few episodes. So I had to make sure we did it this time because we we gotta get you permission. But consent um, is important. Consent's <laughs> important. But yeah, so I know we're going to, we can kind of get into like the sleep dating stuff in a second, but before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about like, you know, your life basically, like getting to know you a little better for Tiffany, but so we're going to kind of just go over that. So our listeners can get to know you a little better as well. So where, where do you live at Erin? So I'm in California. I'm in the central Valley. So around San Francisco, maybe like an hour. Um, from the big city and it's kind of like a little Newberry out here. So it's Mm -hmm. like a very old school type community, really fun, um, just close community, great place to raise kids and have a family. So I have two little ones, five and eight, Mm -hmm. and they are a boy and a girl and they are so much fun, very precocious, but they keep (laughs) me on my toes, but they are, uh, they're great. Yes. Wait. And so quarantining with kids in one word, sum it up. her face (laughs) her face that was I stumped I stumped her (laughs) one word uh one (laughs) (laughs) yes okay love that love that also I want to say Erin is currently sitting in her bathtub um because she also does this thing if you've seen me go live with her it's because she does this little um IG live thing called tub talks. So this has become like her little safe haven for um, interviews and, and working on her own podcast that she does. Um, and so I just think it's really funny because I mean, Tiffany's a mom, Aaron's a mom. I'm not a mom. So I, but I know a lot of moms who say this as well, even before quarantine that the bathroom is like their safe place. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why that I is. It's sure. like the, uh, maybe because there's a sense of one of the only places that you actually have privacy, but I don't know why but for whatever reason, all the moms I know mm-hmm. hide out in there. Like, I mean, you can't technically hide for very long because then the kids start banging on the door like, hey, mommy, I have to poop now, sir. <laughs> it, it always something comes up. But for whatever reason, it is a safe place. Although, I guess. It's my happy place for sure. I mean, I will say mm. when I'm at, when I was like at work back in the day when I was in an office <laughs> um, and I just needed to like step away for a second. I, I would just go to the bathroom. Sometimes I didn't even have to go, but you know, sometimes when you just go to, into the bathroom, you, you have to go all of a sudden. Oh yeah. 
Like as just soon because as you see it. Just because you walked into the bathroom. Pavlov's law. It's like as soon as you see that toilet, the pee yeah. comes. Or a fitting <laughs> or a fitting room. <laughs> Every time I go into a fitting room, I have to pee as well. It's really annoying, actually. <laughs> okay. I know this is so random, but have you guys ever been to like where you're where you're sitting at a restaurant and you're engaging with your friends? And sometimes, and again, this may be totally me because I'm a little bit introverted, but you just feel that you can't keep up with being on. So you just like make up an excuse to go to the bathroom just to like get away from talking for a minute. Mm-hmm. That, does that mean you're just... No, I'd same. I do that. Okay. Okay. I guess the bathroom is our safe haven for lots of reasons. Not just because moms. Not just yeah. moms. The it's bathroom. Like where you can take a break at. No. Bathrooms. Not just for moms anymore. We're take, <laughs> single people are taking over. <laughs> okay. So let's shoot this But I digress to, to bathrooms. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Erin, tell us a little about what you do. Um, if you like your Instagram and like all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, I basically just re... Um, Sorry, I basically interview reality TV stars. So I try to bring the real back to reality TV by having people come on so we can get to know who they were off the show, who they are off the show, because I feel like when they're on the show, they're heavily edited, produced. That's not really who they are. I have interviewed so many people who are quote unquote villains Mm -hmm. and they are great people. So I love giving people redemption shows (laughs) and things like that. I love the DMs that come in and say, you know, oh my God, I thought he was a horrible guy. He's a great guy. Thank you so much. So that's why I do it. And I've been fortunate to meet a lot of them in person. And I Mm -hmm. can tell you from meeting them in person, they are not who they appear to be on TV. Probably 90% of them, I would say. Yeah. So I love being able to connect with them. And um, the podcast is just such a great, and you guys will, I'm sure, agree, a great outlet to just connect with people when we can't do that as much as we want to right now. So that has been my saving grace. I mean, I honestly started Tub Talk and just really went hardcore with the podcast when the quarantine started, just to be able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. I'm a very social person, definitely a social butterfly. um, And I just craved that so much um but i wanted to protect my family so i i you know kind of went in instead of out if you will Mm -hmm. but it's worked Mm -hmm. out so well and i actually joined a podcast network at the beginning of the year called taste of reality so um that's so so Mm -hmm. well yeah gosh it's almost been um a year i would say since we were in talks so it has been so much fun i did my first takeover interview last night with christy katzman from labor of love and she was actually on The Bachelor on Brad Womack's season. So <laughs> she was spilling all the tea about what was happening behind the scenes and everything. <laughs> She's like, so definitely not in awesome. a contract. <laughs> <laughs> definitely off contract. So. <laughs> Loose lips, you know, we, we heard it all. It was so much fun. And um, that's on their website now. But my website or my account is um, at Getting Cozy with Aaron. So come on over, enjoy reality and entertainment news. I always keep people up to date. I love, you know, watching Tasha and Zach's journey. I'm always posting about them and Mm -hmm. just everyone in Bachelor Nation. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Love it. So I will say I just started following you last week because I knew we were going to do this interview and you probably have no idea that prior (laughs) to this, some of the episodes we've talked about that I have no clue about pop culture, reality TV, I am like kind of an alien. So Lauren will sometimes, you know, tell me some of this stuff and I'm just like so clueless, have no idea about any of this stuff. But (laughs) your Instagram is a really great resource for like a quick update on things that I didn't even, I don't necessarily like love or care about, but I do find it very interesting the way that 
it's like a quick snapshot of, of the story of that little person's life without feeling like I am. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think that maybe I don't love what's the word like digging into other people's lives too much. Cause I feel like it's, I'm not supposed to, but <laughs> you do it in a way that's like the perfect amount of getting the information that I need without feeling like I'm a total creep. If that makes sense. God, so I think you're, nicest compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so I really do enjoy your Instagram. Thank you so much. I really, I really try not to be gossipy. I really just want to like show the facts and mm-hmm. like I said, these are real people with real feelings, you know? So I want to be really conscious of that. And thank you. That means a lot to hear. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, also, so I will say too, kind of going off of what Tiffany said, I think for me too, it, it seemed, it's like less clickbaity, you know, because mm-hmm. you're yeah. not trying to get anyone to go read your article or like your website or whatever. Like, it's just like, here are people that I like in this re- reality TV world and that like, this is what's going on. So it's like, it's not very, and like, you don't have to click on anything else to find out, you know, like you just, mm-hmm. you just read what you post. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that because <laughs> that's where sometimes I lose me at. I don't want to click on an article. And I love that it's, um, you know, negative news sales. So like the, the concept behind clickbait. So everything that you're clicking on is usually like, oh, so-and-so got broken up with, or Trump creates another disaster. It's something <laughs> that is usually geared towards having you click on it because it's negative, but a lot of your stuff is, is um, as much as it can be like a quote unquote non-biased information. So it just feels like very positive and airy, which is unusual, I think, for any type of pop culture or reality mm. TV. So I, I don't, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not even, I don't even need news outlets. We just got getting cozy. So kind. Well, honestly, I really, I've tried to like when people uh, leave really unkind messages or comments, I mean, I delete them because, you know, we have enough of that in this world. Like Mm -hmm. let's not, and it's my page. I have a right to do that. Right. Some people Mm -hmm. think it's not right that I delete comments, but if you're going to say something really nasty and rude, like, I'm sorry, you're getting deleted and probably blocked. <laughs> oh my and gosh, Erin, you're the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh <laughs> well, okay. So Erin, who's like your like top two, top three, like probably maybe like we'll say most well-known people that you've interviewed so far, like people you've been like the most excited about, like that you were like, we're like, oh my God, this is going to be huge kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my very first person from Bachelor Nation was Ben Higgins. And if you ever watch actually Bachelor, know who that you know, is. Yeah. Right? Tiffany exactly. knows who that is. That's a big deal. <laughs> right. So um, I had the hugest crush on him when I watched his season. You I was didn't. pregnant with my little boy. And my husband, I've told the story a million times, but it means so much to me. My husband was in Africa on a safari with family. And I was like, I don't even know, seven or eight months pregnant. I was so pregnant and I was missing him. The hormones were raging and I watched him and I was like, you look like my husband, Ben. I'm just going to keep watching your season over and over and over again. So I just kept watching to feel like close to my husband. I know it sounds ridiculous, (laughs) but it helped me so much. So when I got to meet him, like what? three, no, like five years later, mm-hmm. I told him that story. I even get chills when I think about it. I told him that story and he's like, I am so glad I could be that for you. Like that made him, he was so happy, but Aww, he is so the sweet. most genuine kind gem of a person. Like he is unbelievable. So that interview, I was, 
I was losing my shit, you guys. Like, <laughs> I was so, and we FaceTimed. So I look at his face, his gorgeous, beautiful face. Uh, and he like turned his hat around. And I remember I had a video of me. Yeah. Like, oh my God, no, you can't do that. Then I, I'm a happily married woman and you are flipping your hat. Like I can't do a backwards hat. Like you cannot, you've got yeah. to put it back. You can't, you can't do the, the hat flip. I'm like, oh Ooh, my God. The backwards How hat. Don't. Right <laughs> Y'all backwards hat is sexy. <laughs> There yeah, is something about something that. About I don't know why. Hat. I don't know what it is. Forwards hat, not into it. I'm not into it at all, actually. But then a backwards hat, it's like, you know. I, I like either one, but there's something sexy, like almost like Zach Morris, where he takes it off, kind of combs it back, and then puts it back on backwards. That's what he yeah. did. No, he did That's not. He He's Zach Morris to you. Oh. He's Zach Morris to you. <laughs> The Zach attack. I'm so red and I'm literally sweating. Like I am. Oh, She's just thinking about it and like getting all hot and bothered oh in there. I can feel the energy that you're putting. Like it was such a big moment. I can feel it for you. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's awesome. Huge. It was huge. Um, um, did you oh record it? You're going to have to come back to me now. I'm just like. <laughs> we'll give you a, if we had um, sponsors, now would have been a good time to put them in. <laughs> You guys, we need sponsors so we could do that. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, so, but anyway, Aaron, obviously Ben Higgins, Matt, that's huge. I would, I would die as well. Um, and oh, maybe, I, I, I remembered one. Sorry. Yeah. I remembered mm -hmm. another one. Um, Barb Weber, Barb Weber, Peter Weber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know, I know Tiffany does not know who this is. <laughs> Why so, do you think no, that? No, because it's someone's mom. So like, you don't even know the person. I don't, you know who Peter is? Peter Weber? Pilot Pete? He was a bachelor. Like, wait, he was the last bachelor, right? Mm. Before Matt. Mm -hmm. Lord, a lot has happened since then. Um, I know. <laughs> he was literally a bachelor like a year ago. Literally. Insane. Like a year ago today, he was a bachelor. Yeah. Like when their season mm. ended, it's like when quarantine started. So... <laughs> Like oh, I love Peter Weber. So the fact that I've got his mm -hmm. mom on was mm -hmm. like huge, mm -hmm. right? Because she had well, not been interviewing with anyone. Yeah, I would say also Tiffany, this is important. Not just it's not just like because it's this guy's mom. It's because she was like a prominent figure on the show. Like right. she's not polarizing. Yeah, <laughs> polarizing. Some may say polarizing, but like definitely like a she's definitely like we'll say character because. I don't want to speak to her real life, but on the show, she was definitely like a character on the show. Yeah. Um, but the thing that made that interview so special, Tiffany, was at the end, Peter came home during our live and crashed the live. <gasps> no way. <laughs> yes. So cool. And you should see, well, Lauren seen my I face. Say, I did see it. <laughs> oh my God. I was so shocked because I... There was probably like a 5% chance that maybe I thought that would happen. But, mm -hmm. you know, as the interview went on, I was like, he's not going to, it's not going to happen. And then all That's of a so sudden funny. she looks up and she's like, Peter. And then he just comes right on screen. I lost it. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, that's a pretty big deal, especially if he huge. was like a, a recent bachelor that's at the time because those they're like hard to get a hold of oh, yeah. exactly. they are it seems like they would be <laughs> i've damned <laughs> plenty of them they are <laughs> so i know some of the older bachelor people like back in the day like five six years ago i watched a couple seasons yeah. but the newer ones i have no idea who anyone is yeah i watched well, it, it was like, better i feel like it was better before too you know it was less produced less drama it was more about love actually mm -hmm. finding 
Yeah, I feel like JoJo season maybe is when they started to like. Is it JoJo? Who's after that? Who's after that? I don't uh, remember. Becca. Um, mm. I liked Becca as the Bachelorette. I just don't think the guys. I didn't like the guys as as much, but. I did. Like, well, you liked Blake. I liked Blake and I liked Jason. I will say, <laughs> she did. <Yes>. <laughs> but um, no, the um, what's the last season you watched, Tiffany? Um, it was with you. Yeah, I know, but I don't remember. <laughs> with Corinne, <laughs> it was all with Corinne. So it was uh. Oh, Nick, Nick Bell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's the last season you watched. So okay, wait. So, so Aaron, what do you think of Nick? Is he like a good guy oh. or is he a bad guy? Can I, can I like splash some water on myself? Like these hot, She's honestly. Been too, too worked up over there. Oh God, <laughs> you guys are killing me. Like seriously. <laughs> I, I met Nick in person last year. Uh, well, 2019. In the spring at Ashley and Jared's wedding shower. And my jaw was on the ground. That guy is sexy as hell. Like, really? I, what okay, you so see you think, on TV. So you like, you think he's a good guy, right? Yeah. He's a yeah. good guy. I think I, I thought I, w- I wasn't for sure. Cause I haven't watched like, you know, I think he's been on a couple of different little, like, he's been on a Paradise few stuff. seasons. Yeah. But I yeah, really yeah. like him. Yeah. He was one of those that was like panned as a villain as well, you know? Yeah. And then when he was a bachelor, he was a great bachelor. I probably watched his season two or three times. I want to say. Really? Loved oh it. Gosh. I watched them over and over That's again so because funny. it's just like the feeling it gives you. I don't know. I mm-hmm. can't explain it. I'm I'm pretty I'm weird. <laughs> no, we there's all have science behind that. You know, like yeah. watching things that give you like um watch that are familiar, familiar watch them over and over. It like eases if you have any outside stress or anxiety, mm-hmm. it like keeps you calm because yeah. it is familiar. I do that with vampire diaries. <laughs> I do that with New Girl in uh Broad City. <laughs> I've never seen vampire diaries ever. I have not know if you would I don't try to sell it on anyone because <laughs> it just, there's a special, like if, if you love reality show, you, you might not love Vampire Diaries, but it was like the best show to me. All of, all of the people that have ever watched it loved it, but I don't try to make it's, people watch it because well, it is like sci-fi fantasy. It's weird because I feel like I like so many shows that are pretty much like, like very, very similar to that show, but I don't, I can't get into that show for whatever reason. And I think have you ever because- tried to watch it. Yeah, but I think it's because I feel like I don't want to like it because I met Ian Summerholder a couple times once and he's such a jerk. Like, okay, I didn't oh. meet him. I watched him meet other people and I was like, oh. So Aaron, is Bachelor your favorite reality show out of all of them? Yeah. So you're just like a sucker <laughs> for love kind of thing? Yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic, but I think also like being a dating coach, I just like want to help these mm. people. <laughs> Do you? And a lot as, of them reach out to me, which is really fun. Well, like as a dating coach, when you're watching the show, like what do, are you looking at it kind of as a dating coach? Or are you looking at it as like a fan of the show? Oh, I mean, definitely a fan, of mm-hmm. course. But mm-hmm. I think towards the end, I look at it more as like, is this relationship going to work? Like, are they compatible? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things. But in the first like few weeks, no, I'm just watching for enjoyment. And, yeah. you know, I pick out my favorites or whatever. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about Claire and her, I don't know this name. Dale. Adele. Adele. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, think a good match? Are they still together? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're really cute. Oh, yeah. They're very cute on yeah. Instagram. I'm like, super yeah, cute. Okay. Yes. No, I think she kind of showed everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also think that they knew that they were each other's type before going on the show. So they kind of, I'm not saying they spoke because they said they didn't. So I'm just going to believe them, whatever. I mean, there's so many theories out there, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. If you're watching someone's Instagram, you can learn a lot about a person from their Instagram, right? So I feel like she kind of fell for him already. And then meeting him in person, she was like, wow, he's like surpassed my expectations. (laughs) And she had a great group of guys. I felt bad for her guys, honestly. So I think that what she did was the right thing, leaving early and not leading these guys on. Or if she left, she might have left like one or two on, but not to the point where they were, you know, really like heartbroken. Really mm-hmm. hard. But, and then having another lead come in. So it, I felt like that was fair. But it was definitely dramatic. I mean, it was definitely like, you know, a very whirlwind love story. But watching them several months later, they're still very happy, still very much in love, talking about having babies and getting married well, soon. And she's talking about together having and all. babies. <laughs> she's I think she's on board babies. with it, though. <laughs> I think he, like, has to. He has no choice. <laughs> true. Well, she has I mean, a window. I mean, in, yeah. in her defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was wanting to have babies with him, too, the second I, you know, I'm like, all right. He, sw- he said hi to me, but he responded, let's have babies. <laughs> I mean, I get falling in love with someone on Instagram. We've all, I mean, you guys are both happily married or basically married. So <laughs> maybe you don't understand, but you know, in quarantine, I think I can speak for all of my single fellow, single women and, and men, I think too, probably that we've all fallen in love with people on Instagram, maybe multiple <laughs> times in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> or TikTok, TikTok. Oh, that gets me. That gets me there too. Yeah. But, and the personality comes out, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why TikTok really gets me. I think, you know, your for you page on TikTok, it's like that algorithm is good. Literally, <laughs> it's all like half the time. It's just like every, every, every four, I feel like is just like a hot, funny guy. I'm like, oh, dang. They know my type better than I do. <laughs> so TikTok. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, so um, your for you page is just a thing that oh God, she doesn't know anything about TikTok either. <laughs> <laughs> it's better this way. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't even know how I would consider myself an influencer at this point because I don't I know how don't we really even have anything. conversations. Like how me and Tiffany have conversations daily is like beyond me. What do I what do we talk about? I guess I don't know. I'm usually talking about like Okay, so let's heal your spirit. <laughs> Some shit like that. I don't know. And then she's like, "Well, did you, did you know about the bachelor stuff?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, but okay." So, um, did you hear your broke up? <laughs> you're deflecting right now. It's you want okay. to meditate? She talks to me about all that stuff. Yeah, this is what I have Aaron for. Okay, I have Aaron for my like my that side of my life, my entertainment side, and then I have Tiffany for my spiritual side. <laughs> Okay. Now, Lauren, I'm going to hit you with something and I'm not, I'm not, you're, you you do not have to go into too much detail, oh God. but you keep, keep ripping this little secret that you're going to tell me about, but you haven't told me about it. And I know that you've talked to Aaron about it. So without disclosing too much information, I want you guys to tell me about what's going on. Okay. It's not a secret. First of all, I just haven't told you about it because I haven't talked to you really that much since uh, all of 2021, this entire year. I have not talked to you that much about we it. We did an entire podcast together. You're lying. You're yeah, avoiding. but that was like different. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Nothing came up about it on there. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just kind of a long story. I feel like, but also you know every, just, every story I tell is a long story. It, that's true. So, Cliff notes. I don't know. Um, but basically Aaron's like always trying to hook me up with guys that she thinks are good, not just like random people. Um, 
and she has <laughs> done that. Okay, wait, um, so it didn't work. Nothing's like guy. happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's going to happen with this guy. But like, uh, sorry if I'm sniffling on here. I'm I'm sick. Wait, I don't why did you COVID, just say that? Why did you say that nothing's going to happen with this guy? You're, um, you're I mean, he putting lives that in a different, universe right now. I mean, he lives in a different state. Not a far state, but he lives but in a different state. We don't know that for sure. We know he lives in a different state. No, we don't know that nothing's going to happen. <laughs> no, I know for sure he doesn't live here. <laughs> Otherwise, who knows? But no. Um, but you have hung out with him. Yeah, I met him actually on New Year's Eve. So that was a weird, weird time to meet somebody for the first time. It like seems like a romantic like rom-com situation, you know? <laughs> it's not. It was weird. Uh it was just like too much going on. Not, you know, there was just like a small gathering at this person's apartment that we were at and it was just like, you know, he had his sisters that he brought as well, so it was like they were really fun as also just like getting to know them, getting to know or trying to get to know him and then also like all of my friends were there too and like my friends' friends and stuff. Um, and so it was just like a lot. <laughs> and Aaron, you know, this guy, uh huh. Yeah. He was actually going to be on Claire season and then got re got kicked out <laughs> when they recast him when quarantine started. Oh my God. I'm so intrigued right now. So have you hung out with him again? <clears throat> no, I mean, he doesn't live here. So he's only here for, for that, for new year's hmm. and yeah. <laughs> I think I want to hear Aaron's side of this that. now. Huh? I'm just going to say, I think they're just such a good match is what I was going to say. I think they really are. They look so cute together. Oh my gosh. I can't even stand it. How cute. They are. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Of course we had to send Aaron a picture. <laughs> also it Peter. Died and and Wait, you yeah, have a ahead. picture and you didn't send it to me. Did I not? <laughs> I, I'm not even your friend. I did send it to you. I'll send it to you. Right you better now. send it to me right now. Okay. But also and text that, me the so name I was, as well. So Tiffany, the reason that she sent me a picture is because she knew I was in mourning because Kelly <laughs> broke up and she knows how much I love them together. Wait, who so, broke up? Kelly and Peter. Peter, the <clears throat> last Peter bachelor Weber, and the girl that he was with. Oh, that just happened recently? Uh-huh. Very recently. Like New Year's Eve. It happened New Year's Eve. Oh, New so Year's I was Eve. <laughs> she was devastated. Making split pea and ham soup like over my stone <laughs> to try to <laughs> the and classic breakup depression food. <laughs> totally, totally was. Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm trying to see what's like a good picture to send. The one you sent me was so adorable. And I need a name also. No, we can't give you a name right on on air. On text. On text. <laughs> on text. Okay, yeah, I'll give you a name. Okay, there you go. But um. Oh God, I'm just so drunk in all of these pictures. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm not going to judge Bi you. Your friend Byron was there too. Oh really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, him and Byron really hit it off. They were great friends. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lauren. <laughs> wow. Right? Uh, Don't they look amazing together? Like a I match hope never listens to this. <laughs> I'm doing what I do. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, that literally, you guys look like you're made for each other. No, I agree. you guys are being like your very stature, dramatic. the the like his mm. coloring, his hair, his outfit, everything, gorgeous it's babies, like, all of it. The sizes work as well. 
Uh, yeah, I did okay. love this height. Love the height. I think he's like six three. I will say, <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys look like you know when like couples take pictures in movies, and they're like being cute and like funny in a rom com, like in the photo booth. Yeah, yeah. You guys look exactly like that. Sodium. <laughs> oh God. Well, okay. If he was honestly, if he lived in Atlanta, I might have tried a little harder. But I think is the way that we met. It was like an, a like not not a party, but just like a gathering, I guess, of people like for New Year's Eve. And so, you know, if I, <gasps> what? I just saw something. I just Googled him. Oh God. What did you see? Wait, does he play soccer? He, uh-huh. Yeah, he did. Well, he's a soccer Literally coach. the palm reader said that you were going to be with <laughs> a soccer player. No, what? I joked. I joked and said soccer player. She said athlete and you said soccer player. He also said he was going to be well, I think I said tall and just kept saying tall and she was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. But, um, she also did say he's going to have darker skin than me though. It might be like from a different country. Like, I don't really think he's, I don't think that's him. He doesn't have an accent. Although, although we've, have talked about accents a lot. Like we've like done lots of accents. <laughs> this is so intriguing. <laughs> so maybe that's what she, maybe she was, the palm reader was like a little off. She was confused. He doesn't have an accent. He just does bad accents. <laughs> Wait, he, you're in his Instagram. I know. Okay. I won't say anything else. Yeah. Don't tell us. I don't go any, don't go anywhere else. That. Have you talked to him since? Yeah. I've talked to him today, actually. Um, I mean, we kind of, like so, no. So, okay. Here's where it kind of left off at. So, um, we didn't, we hung out New Year's Eve. That was it. And then. We didn't really talk much of that. And honestly, it was kind of weird. And okay, I kind of forgot until midnight. I kind of forgot that it was like a thing that like that New Year's kiss thing. I totally <gasps> forgot that that was like a thing. Was he your New Year's kiss? Did yes. you kiss him? Yes, but it, it was, it Anthony, was weird. That was the first question I asked her. It was, it was weird. It you was guys kind kissed of, at midnight? Yeah, but I'm it was kind of I'm dying on the inside. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> no, but it was like weird. It was weird. I have chills. It wasn't like a bad kiss. It was just like a weird Okay, I'm not a PDA person, but like I was, I was drunk. There was like, you know, everyone was like counting down, and then like we awkwardly, I think we both like got a panicked and we're like, oh shit, we have to kiss. Was that your first kiss <clears throat> on New Year's? Yeah, that was my only person I kissed on New Year's. Eve. No, no, no like, I'm saying like <laughs> you guys hadn't like kissed before that. No, <laughs> your first kiss was a New Year's Eve kiss. Uh, Bitch, are you kidding? See, that's oh, what no. I'm kidding me. So, okay, surface level. I'm like, okay, surface level, surface level that seems like a very like rom-com situation. That's what I'm saying. And we, <laughs> me and him talked about this too. We're like, like a few days after when he, he called me actually like, um, I guess last week He or called something. you? Yeah, he called me. Okay, Love so I, I sent him a text that was, he was, <laughs> all right, we're just going to go into this. Now. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't even remember what I said to him. Um. I, I basically was just like, listen, I know I, what happened like New Year's Eve, it just, it was, it was so much fun. Like I had so much fun with him and his sisters and everything. And like my friends loved him, whatever. But like, I, it was just weird. There was like a weird energy, like, especially, especially like from New Year's from the, from that kiss on. And I was like, like on both of our parts, I think we both were just like, I don't know. (laughs) But, and then it was just like a weird thing. And we just really talk much after that. And I didn't want it to be one of those things where it was like, we just didn't talk anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. 
so I texted him. I don't really like, I really had a lot of fun with you. It was like a weird energy. Like I know whatever, maybe it was, I don't really remember what I said, basically along the lines of that. Just like, I, at the very least do still want to be friends with you. Cause you were really fun and like really fun to hang out with. And I think we have like good, like we could have a good friendship at, at least, you know? And, um, then he called me. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh, and then he was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, I didn't just send that text 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, wait, what day is this? It's just like the day after. No, this was like a couple days. This was like a few days after. This was like, like four, like three or four days after. I don't know. Okay. Continue on. Yeah. So, um, there's that. I don't really know. And so when we talked and basically we both were just like, I think he was like surprised that I <laughs> was very like direct with this too. <laughs> um, Cause he was like, or, and that I was feeling that way as well. Cause I think he just wasn't really sure how to like say it, <clears throat> but I just said it at first <laughs> where I was like, listen, <clears throat> if we lived in the same place, this might be a different situation. Um, but I really just feel like we should at least just like, I want to still be friends with you at very minimum, you know, like maybe we can just like keep talking, see if, and he, he was like, well, if anything happens, like it'll happen. But, and if he comes back to Atlanta, like maybe we'll hang out again, whatever. But like from right, like we're not gonna like, I'm not gonna like, like we're not dating, you know, like we're not talking every day or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? Maybe one day. So you're but just I casually talking. Not even like that. Texting. Like not even. I wouldn't even say that. I would just say we're like, if we are talking, we're 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 like we're friends, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. So Lauren, it starts. Do you has to start that way. Do you yeah, want I want. To I see would. him again. For sure. Okay. Yeah, but it's a very like like I said, he's honestly just a really fun person to hang out with. Like, and I feel like we have similar like personalities, and so where does he live? <laughs> what's his address <laughs> Tiffany's like I'll go, I'm gonna go visit <laughs> <laughs> no he lives in um Hilton Head so it's not like that far but you know it's not that close but hmm. but yeah well okay so like what we'll, we'll get back on to not my life <laughs> <laughs> um but so and also so to do a full 180 here you're also a sleep coach so, and I mean, I know admittedly sleeping and dating are two of my worst things. So I'm really glad that I found you. <laughs> you were someone I needed in my life. Um, but what would you say? Like, okay, so Tiffany's always getting mad at me for like going to bed at like three in the morning. Um, well, no, no, no. I'm not getting mad at you for going to bed at three in the morning. There's mm-hmm. something that you do at three in the morning okay. that I'm like, On my you're phone. messing with your neuroscience, mm-hmm. which is going to send your chemicals into a whirlwind, which leads to depression. But now I'm, I'm at the saying, point in my life where I can't fall asleep without scrolling, I feel like. Or like having a TV on. I don't have a TV in my room right now. But like that's good. So like what do you do? I guess I could read because honestly I, I fall asleep read. like five within five minutes <laughs> every time I read See, a book. So. Way better. But also let me tell you, adults, because I normally, you know, sleep train babies and children, but I've been sleep training more adults now these days because of quarantine, right? Because a Mm -hmm. lot of people are doing exactly what you're doing. So you're not alone in that. But adults have this like window. If we don't fall asleep before 10 o'clock, then I know it's, but I'm telling you. 10 o'clock? Yes, I know. And I've never in bed before one. So I've got this issue as well. But just listen. (laughs) So (laughs) you know. Yes. So 
if you fall asleep past 10 o'clock, then you get a second wind. And it's very, very hard to go to sleep after that. So if you can get in bed before 10 o'clock, I know that's like almost impossible for almost everyone. But ideally, if you want to get back on track with your sleeping, that's what you want to do. Now, if you're getting in bed, even like an hour earlier than normal, that's still going to be beneficial, right? So mm -hmm. the things that's going to help you though, is like a white noise machine, if you have one, I think we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. but dark, dark, dark room, you know, mm -hmm. no lights on, definitely not falling asleep with the TV on. When I first started dating my husband, he did that. And I said, I'm sorry, that's a deal breaker. I would not <laughs> you. I said it right away. Oh I was God. like, dude, shut the TV off or I'm out of here. Like, you're not going to be sleeping with me. Nothing's going to be happening. I'm gone. And let me tell you how quickly he did. Okay. He's like, okay. Yeah. He like throws the TV out the next day. He's like, screw it. <laughs> Who even needs a TV? Yes. <laughs> TV's for losers. That's important to me though. You know, it's that important. Mm -hmm. So if you can have a weighted blanket, that's huge. Cause that's just going to take that anxiety away from you. It's going to feel like someone's hugging you, but not smothering yeah. you. Um, a tip really is 10% of your body weight. Don't go more than 10%. We're not trying to get a person's body weight on you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know some of you are, but 10%. <laughs> you know, some of us would like that, but <laughs> <laughs> not in a blanket, 10%. And if you mm -hmm. run warm, it's okay. They have cool, uh, weighted blankets now, which is really oh, awesome. So that is cool. hot. Don't worry. There's a cool one. Okay. Um, those are my biggest tips just to have that really ideal sleep environment. And if you can get off your phone an hour before you go to bed, that's also really helpful. So like mm -hmm. you said, start reading the book instead of scrolling. Hmm. Yeah. I can personally attest to the weighted blanket that has changed my sleep game. Right. It, it was like nine months ago. I really, changer. I really dug into sleep health because so much goes like we don't even understand fully as a like the human race doesn't understand how much disease and autoimmune stuff all is linked to lack of sleep so mm -hmm. i just you know as a mom you're like you have to start doing things to make sure you can stick around for your kids as long as possible so i've always been a terrible sleeper always 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 and even with sleep aids so i take ambien and I still would be awake half the night. It's just my nervous system runs really high. And I just, for whatever reason, my brain will not turn off. So I took sleep health really, really seriously, like starting nine months ago. So changed everything. Um, started doing red light. As soon as the sun went down, instead of having like regular lights on, I changed out the, the light bulbs in my lamps and white noise. I got like a, I just use like a little, uh, fan that just blows mm -hmm. yeah. in the corner we have the same thing and then started i took all the blue light settings off of all of my devices as soon as that that are linked with like the sun so as soon as the sun goes down everything blue light is out of all of my devices wait and then, what how does that happen That's yeah cool. on your um like, like on your setting? iphone mm -hmm. oh. on your iphone if you select it's like sunrise hold on i'll tell you exactly what it is I feel like the people oh, need that's to a know big this because I didn't know that was a thing that you could do. <laughs> it's called night shift on your iPhone. Hmm. Awesome. Is it under display and brightness? Oh yeah, I see. Night shift. So I do it from sunset to sunrise because technically then it's like syncing up with your, you know, naturally circadian rhythm. So your brain, you should stop getting blue light 
when the sun starts going down. So like in the morning, I'll blast my myself with blue light because like it's, it emulates the sun. Um, and then I use now, I don't even use an alarm clock. I have, it's a light, um, alarm clock, which is the coolest thing. I don't know if you guys have ever tried it, but I hated that every time my like phone alarm would go off, it, you know, it, it jumps your cortisol and then you wake up with like that adrenaline mm. and mm. you're like in a panic mode. Cause sometimes it would jolt me so much. Like I would get a little shaky. And so <laughs> I started trying the sun, sun lamp alarm clock and okay, it starts gradually to- 15 minutes before what? I was like, I want one of those so bad, but I need to know, do I, can I just buy a cheap one or do I need to buy an expensive one? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it matters. Um, okay. I think maybe just test, I, I'm not sure, right, but um, it starts turning on the la- the light 15 minutes before the alarm actually goes off. So it starts out as like a deep red, as if emulating like a sunrise and starts getting orange, yellow, and then bright like white light. And I'm telling you, by the time it, it it's like it turning to yellow, I just like will open my eyes and I'm awake. And it's so weird. Every time I'm like, what's, what is this sorcery? You just, <laughs> you just wake up and nothing wakes you up. It's just the light. It's crazy, but highly recommend if you mm-hmm. have troubles waking up or you don't want your chemicals to be thrown off first thing in the morning and then try to spend the rest of the day balancing them. That might be good for me to invest in because I feel like my alarm clock, when it goes off, because I am in such a jolt, I'm still, I can very like in two seconds fall back asleep because I, mm-hmm. if I even really fully wake up <laughs> sometimes. Right. Well, cause you're getting you know. woken up maybe in the middle of a sleep cycle. So it's like, you're not yeah. meant to wake, you're not sp- supposed to wake up right in the middle of a sleep cycle. L- yeah. Look at, look at me hijacking you, Aaron. Like I am telling <laughs> all these things. Like I'm She's the- a Virgo. If you didn't know, <laughs> no, I am like, the worst. I will hijack everyone. <laughs> it's it is okay. all good. I'm, I'm like impressed that you know that much. Like, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love that. I've been a sleep coach for 15 years. Like, you can always learn more. You know what I mean? You right. can always learn. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say, though, because I think I forgot to mention this earlier, caffeine. Caffeine mm-hmm. has huge impact on your sleep. And people think they can drink a Coke at like 6 o'clock at night and <laughs> sleep. You can't, like your body can't process that, you know, to mm-hmm. where it's out of your system before you're supposed to go to sleep. So I always tell people to stop caffeine at noon. You're going to have mm-hmm. a Coke with lunch. Okay, fine, whatever, but don't drink it past that. Do not drink right. it past that. It will affect your bedtime. That's a great tip. Dang, noon. That's okay. I mean, I, I, don't drink, I actually don't drink caffeine, even though I am up at all hours of the night. I don't drink, <laughs> I don't drink caffeine. <laughs> Um, it does weird things to my body. That's the only reason why. <laughs> but it's an actual drug. Yeah. Well, I mean, I take and I'm Adderall, addicted. so I don't, you know, Most that people. helps me like stay focused more. Like I don't need like a jolt of energy really. It's more like I just need a jolt of trying to be focused. <laughs> Maybe like take down the energy if you're not. <laughs> um, so that's why Adderall helps me. But the caffeine though, when I tell people I don't drink caffeine, they think it's like, I'm like a, a witch, which may or may not be true, but I, it's not because I don't drink caffeine. <laughs> I am very impressed. I wish I could cut out caffeine, but there are a lot of, I drink black coffee in the morning, like just straight. So, and there's just so many health benefits mm-hmm. to the polyphenols and black coffee. So oh. I just, maybe That's I may, maybe word. I've Maybe I make up that I'm drinking the coffee for the health. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Tiffany, I'm curious. You said you have children. 
Mm-hmm. I have a five-year-old, six-year-old. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Were they okay. Um, good sleepers like as babies? Like- she was not a good sleeper as a baby. I, I mean, but I didn't mind though, because she would wake up in the middle of the night and she w- has just always been the happiest, sweetest little thing. So she would wake up and I would endorse it. So then she got into a habit of thinking that she could wake up in the middle of the night and get that attention. But I never really minded it. I loved the couple of minutes of like alone time that we got during the middle of the night. But then it started wearing on me about a year in. So then I started putting my foot down that you can't, you know, indulge their needs in the middle of the night because otherwise they're just going to continue that for the rest of their lives. But then after that, she was a super healthy sleeper. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And when I'm speaking to a parent who's having sleep issues with their children, it's usually because they're doing something to get them to sleep. Like they're nursing them to sleep. They're rocking them to sleep. Mm -hmm. They're, um, they're laying down with them to go to sleep. So that's kind of what I help them with. I, I help them like break that sleep association or that sleep crutch. And that's kind of where my whole like theory goes, like comes from. That's basically what I focus on. Like, so do you saying, believe in like a strict schedule for, for kids like with sleep and stuff? Very. Yeah. So the first question I ask is what time does the child wake up in the morning? Cause if it's like six, seven or whatever, they should be going to bed at six or seven at night. And mm-hmm. ideally bedtime is seven to 8 PM. Again, mm-hmm. the whole, like if you go past 8 PM, they get that second win. So if you can get your so child true. in bed asleep by eight o'clock, you're going to see a world of difference. And so many people let their kids, you know, stay up till nine, 10 o'clock at night. And then they can't go to sleep because they're wired. They're overtired. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So that's huge, huge issues. So that's where I start. That's usually where I start. What age do you think, would you say you don't need like to stop like focusing so much on their sleep patterns and stuff? Or is it more like for like kids like eight and under, or is it like all like even teenagers? I mean, I've, you know, helped teenagers still Mm -hmm. like sleep as long as we really want to try to get like 10 to 12 hours of sleep Mm -hmm. our whole lives. I mean, 12 obviously is the very high side when you're little, you need that, but it's really not crazy to think that we need like eight to 10 hours of sleep, solid sleep. So if you're waking up in the middle of the night, that's really not the kind of sleep that you want to be aiming for, you know, so hours of sleep. Wow. What's yeah, that? So- I've never all at one time and one and one lay down. I, that no. could be like three days for me. I know it's right. it's getting way better, but ten hours. Wow, I would everyone feel is so different refined. though. Everyone is different. Some people can function completely fine on six hours, but I'm mm-hmm. talking six hours of solid sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's not you getting up in the middle of the night. That's not you tossing and turning, being awake for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. solid sleep. So if you're waking up a lot or if your child is waking up a lot, there are reasons for that. You know, a lot of times kids are just cold and they wake up because their feet aren't covered because a lot of heat escapes throughout the night from, from their feet. So sometimes she's telling someone to put like footed pajamas on, it clears up the issue. So it's can be something so simple sometimes, and then sometimes it's something very, very complex. So it just depends on the person. Okay. Wow. So should I start sleeping in footing pajamas or? I, I was gonna. <laughs> I was actually as soon, as soon as she said that, Lauren, I was like, that that must be it. That must right? be it. Like or socks, you know? I mean, just something like. Are I do you sleep with up socks and you're on. feeling cold, then yeah. I actually do know? sleep with socks on a lot. <laughs> okay. I would yeah. go crazy. I can't. I will say though, since I started doing all the 
I mean, it's like a ritual. It, it is, it is like an hour and a half before I get into bed. It's a whole to do, but it has changed my sleep game and just my overall health. Like I'm happier in a better mood. It again, it took a lot of work and a lot of energy. And I thought, am I crazy? It was like <laughs> this too much work, but it's the same thing for me with like skincare. It, you just have to invest into yourself if you want, you know, the repercussions and the, the livelihood of all, all the benefits of sleep. Mm -hmm. Weighted blanket was also very helpful. Yeah, I completely agree for sure. And, and for children, and what's funny is people think like, okay, only babies need sleep sacks, but my son was in a sleep sack till he was four. I, a sleep sack sounds amazing. I would still have <laughs> I mean, it's basically what a weighted blanket is. I would love it's to like have one. like a swaddle. One. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty I much. Like, I pretty much swaddle myself every night, but it's also really helped for anybody that has issues with, and this is something totally different. If you have like neck pain or back pain or shoulder pain, or you don't want to get more wrinkles on one side of your face or the other. I have always been a stomach or a side sleeper. And I just knew for, because I do beauty, I just knew I had to start sleeping on my back more. And the weighted blanket now pins me to the bed. So I like tuck it under my arms and then like mummy myself. <laughs> and then I don't move for a solid four and a half hours. And then I'll eventually end up rolling back to my side and, you know, at that point, I give up on trying to stay on my back. But for four and a half hours, I'm solid tucked in, mummified. Love and that. it's well, changed how like, I don't, you know, the, sometimes when you wake up, you just feel like creaky and you ha mm -hmm. everything hurts. It's usually because we're sleeping all kind of crazy ways. Sleeping on your back definitely helps. Although I've recently seen a lot of studies about um, it's better, like lungs, it's better for your lungs. I've been doing a lot of research on COVID <laughs> and bronchitis because I think I, I get bronchitis like every year, but I did have COVID in June and symptoms are pretty similar. Even though I did test negative for COVID and I'm waiting on my PCR for COVID currently just for in case I have it again. But, um, I, a lot of tips are like for just for you to be able to breathe easier is for you to sleep on your stomach or your side. And I was like, that's interesting. Cause that might be why when I'm sick, especially I will always sleep on my side <laughs> or my stomach, but otherwise I do try to do that. I try to sleep on my back. Mm -hmm. But that. with the weighted blanket, I mm -hmm. will say, um, for women who don't want to sleep with their husbands, <laughs> <laughs> you put that baby on and, and my husband calls it a wall. I mean, we don't <laughs> have that issue. Okay. Our <laughs> sex life is amazing, but it is literally a wall. Like they cannot get <laughs> it is a chastity blanket for sure. <laughs> I actually was having the same exact conversation with someone with a couple last night. So we were talking about, Bert had no idea that I was going to start using this weighted blanket. I just, one night it just hit me. I was like, I'm going to try it. Cause it had been in our closet for a year and I was what? just like, I'm going to try it. Long? Yeah. It was like someone gave it to me for Christmas and I was like, well, why would they give me a weighted blanket? That's so weird. Whatever. Should have given, given it to me before you found out how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> Should have regifted that to me. <laughs> um, so then just randomly one night I started using it and my partner and I, we will cuddle halfway through the night or just like, we're just always touching each other through the night. Um, so this one, night, I guess I'd, I'd put it on and he said he felt, he like reached over and tried to feel. And he was like, what kind of Game of Thrones shit is going on over there? And he was like, I, I couldn't get under there or even find you. Yes. I was like, what happened? 
so it's so funny that it, it really is like a, a chastity blanket. That's what I always call it. He calls it the wall. It's the impenetrable wall. <laughs> you can't pick that up with one hand. Like if you tried to like sneak oh. in and get get you know a little reach around, you're not nope. getting in there. You gotta nope. you gotta. Wait, two, how heavy is this thing? Um, yeah, it's uh, like I mean twelve to sixteen pounds, but it's just oh. that it's distributed, so you can't like pick right. that up with one. It's not like in one tiny area. It's like you trying to pick up a whole blanket that's hmm. twelve to fifteen pounds. I think mine's like 18 pounds. Like mine is heavy. Erin <laughs> <Wow. laughs> is locked in. <laughs> locked and loaded. <laughs> he doesn't so, let me have it on very often. <laughs> the the couple that we were with last night, he said that he got his wife one and he said she was like, he caught me a 25 pound blanket. And she said the first night she slept with it, she said she woke up and her whole body was sore from it being so heavy. Oh no. So they traded it in and she got a 12 pound one because she's oh, like tiny. Good. I honestly did think that it was a, always got 20 pounds. Like I thought that was what it was supposed to be. 10% of your body weight. Huh, that's crazy. So for sleeping, I mean, Tiffany just kind of touched on this a little bit saying that like, him like her and her boyfriend will just kind of like touch throughout the night and cuddle throughout the night or do we is that like for relationships I guess we're gonna combine sleeping and dating here for your coach for your coach world um do you think that cuddling like all night is something that I mean I I can't do it I get too hot no and and my husband and I are very touchy-feely I mean the second he walks in the door we are like on each other like it's it's we're still in the honeymoon phase and we'll be married 10 years <laughs> It Aww, is dude, I love that. It's incredible. And I so feel like it gets always, more if you're, if you're like really into your partner and you really are connected to that physical aspect, I feel like it gets deeper and deeper and you get more. I mean, I was just telling my boyfriend this, we've been together almost five years and sorry, I just hijacked your story again, but I was just reaffirming <laughs> what you're saying that if you have that connection and you let them be your playmate, they will be your favorite playmate all the time. You have somebody oh, that yeah. you can just like play with all the time. Yeah. Like and we're, toys we're and like, yes. And we're always like saying these sexual innuendos, innuendos to each other in front of the kids. And I'm like, I'm really going to be upset when they know what the hell we're saying. Like one oh day when God. we can't do this anymore, <laughs> they'll be like, thinking back no. to like when they were five and like, wait, mom said that one time. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. I mean, it's constant. It is constant. But um, awesome. to answer your question, we cuddle at night, like for a little bit, maybe mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't know how long, but just we'll cuddle right. for a little bit. And then, um, I'll go my, like, we have a king size bed, so I'll go my way mm -hmm. and he'll go his way and we'll like touch feet or something like that mm -hmm. or hands or, but we are not like fully spooning all night long. Like mm -hmm. that is just, no, like we just okay. don't, I mean, but he, <laughs> he's going to kill me for saying this, but he will literally have like initiate sex with me in his sleep like he doesn't know that happens to us sometimes too dead asleep dead asleep i kid you so not. instead of yeah. like sleepwalking he's like sleep sexing trying yeah. to interesting yes. i know maybe exactly he's like what oh i don't know about. i was asleep maybe he's just pretending he was asleep <laughs> no no he is full out asleep sometimes he remembers and sometimes he doesn't and i'll just be like it's <laughs> funny you are Unbelievable. <laughs> but that sounds really similar to what we do also. Like touching a little bit before you go to before we fall asleep and then we usually go our separate ways because I'm underneath the chastity blanket. <laughs> and then I'll throw it off by the end of the night and then like before we get out of bed we'll like touch feet yeah. or cuddle for a second. 
Well, cute. Well, me and Blue, when we go to bed, he lays on my chest. <laughs> I can't breathe sometimes. And maybe his butt's on my face. We do really <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's always laying at the top of my pillow. <laughs> it's a whole new level. Yeah, we uh, we like to cuddle, but then we go our separate ways and we go to sleep. Yeah, Erin, <laughs> okay, I have a, the same way. Aaron, <laughs> yeah, me and my cat question. same. I have a question yeah. for you, Erin, because this was just totally random and more about you than like random dating stuff. But mm-hmm. um, it's really rare that you see a couple that are so physically still so into each other. Do you have any idea what the difference maker has been for you guys? <laughs> um, honestly. I asked my husband what the best thing I ever did for our marriage was, and he said, sleep training our kids. So (laughs) I I, I kid you not. I kid you not. So I think that because my kids go to bed at like 730, Mm -hmm. they're asleep by eight, right? Completely. We're at night out. So we have like three to four, like solid hours of just us time, Mm -hmm. you know? That's nice. And when, before COVID, we would go on date nights, two or three nights a week, you guys. Like it was literally, yeah, yes. Cause we just, why not? Right. The kids are asleep. We know that the sitter will just house it for us or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we just go and we just, you know, go, our thing is seeing a movie and we'll just cuddle the whole time. And we'll just be like in our like little bubble. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I cuddle like, in a movie theater seats. I've never been able to do it. I've never. Well, we have like little <laughs> tiny ones that are oh, like a okay. bed, uh-huh. you know, that's that fair. comes together. So, yeah, yeah. and we're, we're just like little about. kids. We cannot keep our hands off each other. It is like, I never thought that 10 years of marriage, it would still be like this. Like, it's insane. Oh, that's but we're awesome. best friends. Like, we love being around each other. But also, like, he knows that I want my space and he wants his space. So, mm-hmm. I never have given him any trouble of like going to see a friend mm-hmm. or going out with the boys. He's never given me any issues with, you know, mm-hmm. going, just do anything, whatever I want. And going to hang out with your so bachelor boys. Supportive. <laughs> he's not jealous at all. And you've seen these people, they are good looking guys. You yeah. know? He's so not jealous. He trusts me with every, like, yeah, he trusts oh, me. Goals. That's what I need. That's awesome. You got so cute. I love that. Oh, and we're Aaron and Aaron. Oh yeah! I oh, no way! Wait, it's spelled. Is it spelled? It's spelled differently. He's A. Yeah, we're A and E. Yeah. Do you guys that call each so other that? No, baby. Always. <laughs> we're always baby, baby. We never use our. Oh, if Lord. he's using my name, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like huge. <laughs> well, I have a question because I know I've heard you talk about this a, a few times, like on your lives or on, you know, your podcast or whatever, but I don't know that I've ever heard you, what you've actually said in the situation. So, you know, you always say like when you went on your first date with your husband, you're like, I should have, the things I was saying should have scared him. Like, like he should have been running for the Hills, but he didn't. And so you always say like, you know, and we've said this on this podcast too, like you can't scare the wrong person kind of thing. And, um, what did you say? <laughs> like, I want to know what you said. <laughs> like, I told him I was psycho. I was going to stalk yeah. him. Then. No, 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 no. So I told him, okay, so when I met him, I was a flight attendant and I was dating like crazy. Like he hates hearing this because he, he always wants to think that I was like only, you know, dating him or I was like singly focused, you know what I mean? But I was in my like late twenties. I think I just turned 30 and all throughout my twenties, I was dating like crazy just to find that right person because I knew it was a numbers game. Lauren, I always tell you that, you know, and you know, you just have to keep putting yourself out there. So I was just dating everybody and anybody that I thought I may have a future with. 
So by the time I met him, I was done, right? I was like, okay, this is what I know I want. If you don't want the same things, we can have one date and that can be our only date our one and only date. And so when we were at dinner, I mean, I don't even think it was five minutes in. I was like, so here's what I'm looking for. (laughs) I I want to be married within like two, three years, have kids probably a year after that. I want, at the time, I think I said I wanted three kids, but I, I obviously, you know, live open to whatever. And he was just like, he was like, you know what? I thought you were pretty. You had a nice rap. I'm like, why not? Let's go. Let's see where this goes. And the thing is like, I think he just was intrigued, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. damn, this girl's confident. She knows like a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right? came yeah, off I mean, like I a boss. I like laid it all out there. And he was honestly, if he'd been the wrong guy, he would have been like, sorry, no, he was the right guy. So he was yeah. like, yeah, that sounds good to me. He didn't really have a plan in his head. So my plan sounded good to him. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they need, and I'm not, I'm not gender typing, but sometimes guys just need that direction. Like we have to help them figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of women um, feel insecure with like totally putting themselves out there with what they want because they want to, they want to keep that like mystery or mystery. allure. Well, they don't want to get the rejection part of it. Right. And they don't want to come across as like too strong or, um, you know, they don't want to be embarrassed about being proud of who they are and what they are and what they want. But I think the quickest way to get what you want in life is just to like put it out there. And I think, Mm -hmm. Erin, that's probably why you're in a great marriage and a great, you have a great family. You're probably exactly where you want to be in your life and career. And it sounds like you're one of the happiest people I've ever talked to. So if you're out there and you're questioning whether or not you should put yourself out there the way that Aaron did, I'm guessing you probably should because Aaron has goals. Yeah. I mean, honestly, oh, what, I mean, at this point, I, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm trying to get better about just saying what I want because and like figuring that out. I think that's the hardest part maybe is figuring it out. But I think I'm getting closer to like figuring out what I want. And so I'm like, okay, or at least the kind of person that I want um, at the very least, I think right now. But I think it... I'm trying to be more straightforward, but it's hard because you, it's like a thing where it's like, okay, well, they're going to say no, or they're going to say yes. And either way, it's kind of scary. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So, or they're going to agree or they're going to disagree, but like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get, just, you got to get more comfortable getting uh, rejected. I feel like as women, we don't have to maybe experience rejection as often, like not even mm-hmm. just uh, like a, I mean, I don't know, just like in dating and going out, you know, whatever. Um, especially if you're like Aaron, you got a good rack and you're pretty, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> listen, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, but I, I will say though, I think the people who I know that are married and are like ha- happy married, they're like the most, you know, people might be like, Oh, those God girls crazy, blah, blah, blah. But like, okay, we're going to call it crazy, but she got what she wanted. Like if is she not yet just determined and also spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to be crazy. I just don't think I'm crazy enough. (laughs) I think I'm, I think it's cool. I think it's like cool for us to play it cool a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, I've never said this. I said this on another podcast that I did with back to love doc and it was so much fun, but I think the bottom line was like, you have to be yourself from day one. You have mm-hmm. to be who you are because if you pretend to be someone else, when you're when the true you comes out, 
you've wasted all that time. And mm -hmm. what if that person doesn't like the true you? Like you yeah. have to be authentically you from day one. And that's exactly what I was. And I, that's mm -hmm. what I tell my clients. Do not put on this facade or be someone you're not because you want that person to fall in love with who you mm -hmm. really are. You don't want to have yeah. to put on that act Isn't forever. That what we all want? You know? Yeah. And right. I will say, I have never not been authentically myself on a date, on a reality show. Like I've always been my own, my normal self. But I think because <laughs> I have... I'm going to just say, I'll say it, whatever. <laughs> it's going to sound very narcissistic myself, if, especially if you don't agree. But I think I do have this very like cool girl, relatable, be cool. Mm -hmm. Not like, I don't think I, if I give off a wannabe cool girl vibe, please fucking stop me. No, no, no. I don't want to be that. That's but not like, what I meant. Mm -hmm. If I, I do think I give off like a, I'm like an easy person to hang out with, get mm -hmm. along with, to take, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you could take me to a party. I'll be fine. Like, you know, I'm, I can, I go with the flow, I guess. And I don't think that kind of personality, like I'm, I like to goof around or whatever. And like, I don't like to talk about serious things all the time. And so I think my personality makes guys think that I don't want a serious relationship or something. And I'm really honestly just kind of realizing that right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I think but, you can have both, but I think what, yeah. well, no, that's why I have to be better about saying what I, right. what I want. Mm -hmm. Like, but also I'm kind of like, I don't really know what I want necessarily from this person specifically. I just got to figure out in general oh. what I want. Oh, and then bless you. <laughs> you're good. Um, bless you. but yeah, so I think it's just like, it's like a fine line of like, okay, I am, that is my personality to be, I am a pretty chill person, but I, there is also things that I want, but it's not like my personality to like, just, you know, I don't know. Right. Well, I, Lauren, I know exactly I what, what you're, I know exactly oh, what you're talking about. Sorry, go ahead. No, Listen. no, I don't want to interrupt. You guys are both my dating coaches. So <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was Lauren, just going to say, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Lauren, because I think for so many, not that, I mean, not that I've, I'm in a great relationship. And I think that the way that I went about handling myself in the beginning of our relationship obviously has a lot to do with how happy we are now. Um, mm -hmm. But I was always the cool girl also. And I think once you're known no as like being cool and like when she met um, not like getting easily upset, you don't want to then go against that because like that's what brought people to you is like that sense of yeah. easiness and chill so then you don't want to like talk about how you actually feel or because you don't want to disturb mm -hmm. that cool the coolness yeah. that you bring in the chill so I think that that was something I had to learn myself was that it doesn't it doesn't take away from your easygoingness if you are direct about what you want and I think that that was mm -hmm. kind of the difference maker when my partner and I first started dating was I mean, it's kind of funny because at the time I didn't want anything and I was like, I don't want a serious relationship. <laughs> Somehow I ended up being <laughs> one, but over time, because our relationship grew in a really beautiful way, I, I then when I was ready for it to be very serious, I just said, I want it to be really serious. And here we are. I mean, it was never not serious though. Cause like the day we met, I was about to say it was serious, <laughs> but I kept saying, I don't want anything serious because my daughter's dad and I, um, had just like a year ago a year separated. So to, I, a year before just, they I'm met. not ready, mm -hmm. but then well, also he had just been divorced like a, a couple of years prior to that too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like neither yeah. one of you guys really intended to do anything. Okay. I hijacked again. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, we love that. No, no. 
Um, what I was going to say is like, I think that what you did with, oh, I almost said his name, sorry, <laughs> with um, that person. Yeah, that we were uh, talking about earlier. You know, the that's New Year's Eve like, guy. Yeah, yeah, New Year's Eve guy. Yeah. So getting out of your comfort zone and like texting him and saying like how you feel, like that's what I'm talking about. Like if you're, mm-hmm. you need to be, you need to try to be more like that because I think that you're just being vocal about what you need and what you're, you know, and managing your expectations, of course. but. Mm-hmm. Had you not done that, you would have been sitting there wondering, right? And yeah. I, it probably was going to like really bother you. So yeah. that's what I'm saying by like, you can still be the cool girl, but you can still also like, like what Tiffany said, you know, speak up for what you need and what you want. But also I think we need to reframe rejection because yeah. just because you go on a date with someone and that's not your person, they're not rejecting you. You're not even rejecting them. You're just like, you're cool. I'm glad we met, but I know you're not my person. So yeah. best of luck to you finding your person. It's right. not a rejection. I don't want women to feel like they're being rejected because that just hurts our self-esteem. Yeah, right. We need mm-hmm. that confidence. Mm-hmm. So don't think of it as rejection. It's just, it's a learning experience. You know, now maybe you don't want something that person was showing you in your, in your person. Yeah. I also it's a learning. I've also really changed the way I, my definition of the word rejection. Like, I don't think of it as a bad thing really at all. Mm-hmm. anymore like I maybe used to but like I definitely don't at all anymore because I you know not that I'm like so old I'm only 28 but like I feel like the older you get like the more rejection you've experienced and then you get to reflect back on that and you're like okay that was all good like if those things had worked out I wouldn't have it wouldn't have been good anyway you know like exactly. whether it was like a job or you know auditioning for something or whatever you know and not just relationships but just like okay if I hadn't experienced that then it wouldn't have led me to that thing and then mm-hmm. I'm and that you know I'm doing it still to this day you know that kind of stuff so I don't think rejection is a bad thing at all. Um, maybe there's just a bad, it needs to be a better word for it. Cause rejection, that word, it sounds a little scary, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're getting so wise in your older years. I know I'm, a, I'm approaching 29. <laughs> you have came so far. I can't, I was, I was talking to somebody about it the other day and just, I, I was like, it's crazy how much Lauren has changed from even the beginning learner, when guys. we first started podcasting because we've had a lot of like coaches on mm-hmm. and just to see how malleable you are when you don't look or appear as if you're actually listening because sometimes you will deflect <laughs> and then like the next week you're like talking about those same things. I'm like, that bitch mm-hmm. was listening. I know. She applied that and I'm so proud of her. I know. And it guess really what awesome that, to see your growth. Well, guess what that trick came from? It's um my trauma from elementary school <laughs> because, because I feel like I have resting bored face, maybe not a resting bitch face. I think I have resting zoned out face. Like, and so I'd be in class and, you know, my, a teacher would try to pull fast one on me and be like, Lauren, are you paying attention? I'm like, yes. And they're like, what did I just say? And then I repeat exactly what they just said. <laughs> and, you're like, hey. and I'm like, yeah, bitch, shut the up and keep continue thank you <laughs> sorry for the disruption everybody in the class <laughs> but yeah so I think I started just like learning how to pay attention while I'm also <laughs> looking maybe zoned out but let's all keep in mind mm-hmm. too that I also edit this podcast so like I do re-listen to the, our interviews and then I'm like oh, oh there you go <sighs> I have to listen to everything twice <laughs> I love least. that though yeah um so, but for now, um, tell us where we can find you. I know you have some new stuff coming up. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but, um, yeah, tell us again, like where we can find you, what you, what your, all your stuff. Sure. 
Um, I just want to leave one more piece of advice for you guys that are Ooh, seeing yes. listening. Please, 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 if you've never done this before, write down everything you're looking for in your partner. I did this two weeks before I met my husband and poof, he appeared after that. So Special. I think that we're putting it out in the universe when we put down, you know, these things that we want, like a good provider, you know, you can put, you can be as specific as you want. You can put tall, you know, blue eyes, whatever you want, right? Um, but make that list and really look over it and, and manifest that. And it really does work. I've helped so many people just like create their perfect partners out in the universe. So please do. But, I think um, that's perfect advice. People keep telling me to write that stuff down, but I'm you like, you have to write it down. I know. I keep forgetting until someone tells me to do it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll write it down later. <laughs> it's, fun. It's, it's a fun thing to do too, because then you like really, and you're prioritizing, you know, what you're what you're mm-hmm. looking for. So I, yeah. I love when people to do that. But um, so you can find me at, at getting cozy with Aaron. I'm on uh, Taste of Reality on Instagram. It's a network, it's a podcast network. And so I just joined them. So if you go to tasteofreality.com, you can listen to any and all of my podcasts, including the one I did with Lauren. Um, and a lot of other love line of friends. That was a lot of fun. Yes. So, um, yeah. And, and my tab talks are usually weekly. I've kind of taken a little highish just because of the, the holidays and everything, mm-hmm. but coming up, I have, um, actually Jason, uh, Tariq is going to be not on top top, but he's going to do an audio podcast. Okay. I would it's, love to get him on the podcast because I, we need financial advice. We, we need that. <laughs> okay. I will, I will, I will let him know you're interested in that. He's I'll not doing many live things. So, but it's possible yeah. he would still do a podcast with you guys. So I'll put, yeah, it, put it into the universe, write it down, yes, Lauren. Also, exactly. I just love to talk to Jason. I love <laughs> um Lauren Sarah Coffin from Peterson yeah, she mm-hmm. will be uh doing a podcast with me as well so oh she um, seems really she's really nice I don't like so she sweet. wasn't on it that much the show but right yeah. but mm-hmm. she I think she's had like a big following after so that's really interesting I'd love to hear more about that and mm. just having any of Peter's girls since that was like oh yeah true. oh she was a Peter okay Yes. Oh, I know you're pumped about that. Yes, very. <laughs> yeah, um, the, Aaron is a Peter Stan. Like she loves Peter. Yes. I can't and wait to Kelly. listen to these. I love them both. Peter and Kelly Stan. Yes. Peter has promised me that he'll come on Tub Talk when his contract is up in March. So yeah, Ooh. that will be happening for sure. But a lot, just, you know, people in Bachelor Nation, just whenever I can get them on and I get them on, I'm trying to get some boys from, um, some, from guys from Claire's and Tasha season. So mm-hmm. I've got those feelers out there too with PR guys. So you never know who's going to pop up on Tab Talk. Just come and follow and you'll see um, who's going to be my next guest. But it's, it's always of- fun. <laughs> I love that. Erin, you're you a gem. So I love it. Thank you so much for having you. me. I'm so honored to be here. I'll come back anytime. I'd love to have both of you guys on my podcast and we can continue the conversation as well. Yeah. Maybe we can get yeah. to like just jump in, like pop in without knowing anything on an episode of The Bachelor. And then just from that episode, she can tell us what she picks her, like her picks are going to be. <laughs> Oh, Why should we get just like full blown hooked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would hook you for sure. But <laughs> Tiffany, given so you've listened to me for like over an hour, what sign do you think I am? Oh, okay. Hold on. We were trying to guess. Okay. Before we started, I have 3%. I don't want. Oh, okay. I'm oh, going to sh- guess. Okay. Is it a fire sign? It is, right? I don't know. I yeah. can't tell you that. Is yes, it? I'm okay. Is positive. it between? It is a fire sign? I'm almost positive. Yeah. My That's guess was fair. either. This one down to like three. 
No, there's like, there's more than that. But that's still a great guess, bitch. Just because I got that. That is a great bet. Can I get credit for saying fire sign? Absolutely. Okay, fine. My top two guesses. My top, I have two. Okay. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'm going to go with Aries. What was your other guess? Sagittarius. Both wrong. (sighs) Dang. I got fire though. But you but, got fires, so that's really good. God, yeah. Leo was up I'm a there. Libra. I, literally, I wanted to go with Leo. Oh, Libra rising, right? I think you're Libra rising yeah. and Gemini moon. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I married a Libra, Tiffany. So no wonder she loves people. You know, she's very it makes social. total sense. Yeah. Leo, so, Libra, Gemini. Halfway Jesus through, Christ. halfway yeah. through we were talking, I'm like, she's definitely a Leo. But then I was like, oh, is that is that too much of a is it is it too easy? Cause you're very Leo. Now, very, like 10 now that you're Leo. Then I think my <laughs> I think my guess for you is cancer, right? Yeah. Which is right before Leo. Right. Oh, so, she is not so. a cancer at all. Only because she gets like she's like she cares so much. Like she's like gets mm-hmm. like so emotional and like cares so much. Like is so sweet. And so I'm like, oh, she's gotta be a cancer. Anyone who I think is like really nice and like upfront with their feelings. I'm like cancer, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so upset. I didn't say Leo. I'm really bothered right now. <laughs> it's okay. You got fire sign. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to get this podcast. We got to get out before <laughs> Tiffany like has meltdowns. I will decombust right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Erin, uh, thank you so much. We love you. Um, and you now have permission, permission to, to exit. exit. Bye. We can never do it together. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had Musumek and we made it. Perfect timing, but you better keep on grinding, keep on rising, keep on shining. They forget.